an MIP Friends project. Hello, this is editing little Kodak. I've already recorded all of it. And I'm going to say, I warn you, if you've not read Percy Jackson and he was a film person you want to in the future, spoilers. Hello, and welcome to the first episode of my podcast, Mythology with Mikhil Kodak. So, I will be, so this is season one. I'll be talking about the Greek myths, gods and heroes, all that stuff. But I'll be starting with the stories of gods so that you understand what's happening when they appear in the stories of the heroes. So, I'm going to start with the beginning, <clears throat> which is chaos, the god, the god of nothingness, which is ironic according to me because the, Greek, the ancient Greeks had lives of chaos. So, well, the beginning... The god of nothingness, his name is Chaos. There's a bit of irony that I find in this. But yeah. And I I will be referring to Rickard Autumn's book, Percy Jackson's Greek Gods. I will not be reading out from it directly, but I'll just be taking reference. So full credit to Rickard Autumn and shout out to Rickard Autumn. I love your books. I love Percy Jackson. I love Caden Chronicles. I like Magnus Chase. You're my favorite author. Thank you for making all those books. Last few years would have been dull without it. So in the beginning, no one was really there except for chaos, which is who is the god of and it means gap in ancient Greek. And I'm talking about like actual like a gap, like space between stuff, not the clothing brand. And it was he was like the god of nothingness. There was a lot of nothing, and it it may or may not be true what happened because if even if the Greek myths are true, then this is still a doubtful thing because well, it was the beginning. No one knows what. No one was there, so maybe just a guess. Maybe they somehow had like an inscription that chaos wrote or whatever the hell. I'm allowed to say the word hell because I am eleven years old. I'm not seven years old. So eventually chaos got a little chaotic. I'm still seeing the opposite of what's in the book. And it must have got he, I'm gonna to refer to him it as he. Maybe he got bored. Like, okay, I'm alone for millennia. Okay, this is boring, boring. And then he and when some of some of his matter, he collected it. And solidified it into the earth, which developed a living personality. She called herself Gaia, the Earth Mother. There was actually the Earth, the rocks, like the valleys, the plateaus, the whole package. Which is ironic since spoiler alert for Percy Jackson grow a lot in Chilaras. It doesn't really matter to the plot. And then she could also take a human like humanish form, but it was kind of big. And she would just walk, walk, walk on her own body, which is kind of confusing. She would do that sometimes when she was bored, she would just take a stroll. Like a only woman with a flowing green dress. I'm just the descriptions I will be 
reading also in the book. <clears throat> and curly black hair. And a serene smile on her face. The smile is a nasty disposition. You'll see that soon enough. And after spending, uh, I'm assuming, thousands of years alone, even she got bored. Short attention spans, I think, come from chaos. Who's, who's before chaos? It's a good question. I'm going to look that up after this episode, after I finish recording. So, and then she, she's like, you know, it would be good. Like something above me to protect me if you know to box at me or something. I don't make sense. Maybe just she, she was just lonely, so she created the first thing that came to her mind. And in the beginning, when there was nothing like a sky, it's kind of it's kind of weird that she just thought about a sky. Like she's she was the earth. She has a different mentality. So it's confusing. Why does not make sense? And I could really go for a sky, she said. I'm, I'm reading stuff in the book. And it would be nice if you live a handsome man or fall in love with him. Yeah, you create someone to fall in love with. That is creepy, and I am 11 years old, so I don't really understand what is going on over here. Because she was lonely with the rocks. Either chaos cooperated or, well, she just happened to be, ha- have the ability to create stuff. Above the earth, a sky form. Protective dome that was blue in the daytime and black in the night. Actually dark blue to the moment. The sky named himself Uranus. Yes, that's another spelling for Uranus. But Uranus, I'm going to pronounce it. It's pretty much no way you can pronounce that name without people snickering. It just sounds wrong. Uda knows. Yeah, that's true. You should have chosen a better name like Ted Brindle, Jose. Again, I'm reading this in the book. I said I would be taking reference. I'll read out as less as I can, but a few things that I just love the humor. Uh, I don't know, but it might explain why he was so cranky. Like Gaia, Uranus could take human shape and visit the Earth. Which was good because the sky was up there and a long distance away from it. never worked out. Okay, so this person's perspective I'm talking with. So he's 17, but as far as I know, he's only, he's only been in one relationship. I will not spoil that for you. <laughs> Literally handing out Percy Jackson's spoilers. <laughs> but yeah. From the book, not my perspective. I, I have no idea about this stuff. In physical form, he looks like a tall, tall, like muscular guy with long ish, maybe dark hair. He only wore loincloth, like most Greeks only wore loincloth, which I find disgusting. And his skin did change color like this guy. Sometimes blue and cloudy, sometimes with like patterns across his muscles, which we know as constellations. Yeah, I dreamed him up to look like that. 
you see pictures of him holding a zodiac ring representing all the constellations that cross through the sky over and over again anyway guy and who's got mad i wonder how they like knew about the concept of marion and um, who was the officiated chaos of what but happily ever after not really the problem was chaos got a creation happen so he thought that what in sky is fun you know sky is fun I wonder what else I can do. So he created all he created all sorts of problems, and by that I mean primordials. Water collected itself out of the mist of chaos, pooled in the deepest parts of the earth, formed the first seas, which became the the primordial pot pondus. Then chaos went nuts and thought, I know. Oh, I don't like the sky, but at the bottom of the earth, that would be awesome. So, well, it was like dark and murky and dirty, and generally the personality was not even not very nice. And first, you have to speak from experience here. I'm just handing out spoilers. Okay, I'm gonna say this spoiler alert for Percy Jackson. Here's a villain disguised as a boy. Whatever the hell. and it became tartarus the pitiful and and as you can get me guess by the name he did develop a personality but he wasn't really popular the problem was pontician tartarus both like kaya which put some pressure on the relationship because it's not triangle like a love square it's extremely awkward Moves about that are, are extremely awkward unless they're like really good, but I still don't like them. And a bunch of other primordial gods popped up. I, if I tried to name all of them, we'd be here for a long time. Chaos and Tartar have kicked together somehow. Or Nyx, who is the embodiment of the night, Nyx somehow all by herself had a daughter called Hamera. Was day. Those two never got along because they are as different as well, day and night. They are day and night. But few stories, chaos created heroes to god of procreation. What? In other words, mommies, gods, and daddy gods are love. Will be gods. What? Mom and Dad, the concept. I don't really understand how Dad is involved. If you don't know, and other stories are say that Eros was the son of Aphrodite and Ares. I'm just spoiling stuff. <laughs> I'm just spoiling stuff so much. We'll get to that later. But which version is true? No one knows. But what is known is that Gaia and Nora both started having kids with very mixed results. First, they had twelve. They weren't they weren't like twelve. Let's what do you what do you call it when someone has twelve kids at a time? Two is twins. 
three triplets, but they were not all at the same time. First, there were six lady titans. Then there were six uh, gentlemen titans. And uh, no, men titans. They were not gentlemen. The kids looked the kid look, kid looked human, but they were a lot taller and a lot more powerful, and they had special powers. We'd figure twelve kids would be enough for anybody, but a family that big, you've got your own reality TV show. This is just humor that I'm picking up from the book, which is like really good. And the Titans were born. Things started to go sour with the marriage. Urano spent more time hanging out in the sky. He did not visit. He did not help with the kids, which I figure would make any more resentful. So. And the two of them started fighting, naturally. As the kids grew older, Uranos would yell at them and they just yell and yell and yell for no particular reason. A few times, Gaia and Uranos started to pass things up. Then I said, maybe they are now sort of kids. We bring them closer. Yeah, bad idea. Bad idea. She gave birth to triplets. The problem? These new kids defined the world. Ugly. I've picked up this line from the book. Pretty good. They were like as big as Titans. They were stronger, maybe or maybe strong. I don't know. But they were like brutish, brutal, brutal looking, and they and they had desperate need of of body acts. Worst of all, all of them. And only one island in their forehead. All the more he saw his forehead. Talk about a face only a magic could love. That's a highlighted line in the book. And I just love it. Well, Dad did love these people. He named them the Elder Cyclops. I'm starting to wonder if she was the she was the earlier thing of the, the Oracle because she named them the Elder Cyclops. As though she knew there were going to be more cyclops, and she knew she'd know about the gods, and she'd know about Kronos getting overthrown, and she wouldn't. So, oh, I'm spoiling stuff. And eventually, they would spawn a whole race of lesser cyclops. That was much later, though. Uh, well, when Urano saw these kids, he freaked out. They're not mine. They don't look like. They don't even look like me. Yeah, yours, deadbeat. Guy screamed back. Don't you dare! Don't not leave me to raise them on my own. Well. Urano said he would not. And the guy did not realize what he meant. He stormed off and came back with change made out of pure darkness. He bound up the cyclops and tossed them into darkness, which was the only part of creation where Uranus, the sky, would not have to look at them. Yeah, he was a bad guy. Gaia screamed at him, but 
students refused to release the cyclops. No one has dared to oppose his orders because by this time he was getting a reputation as a very scary guy. I am the king of the universe, he bellowed. How could I not be? I am literally above everything else. I hate you, Valerie. Ah, you will do as I say. I am the first and the best of the primordials. I was born before you. Well, oh, yeah. but that actually is true. You wouldn't even be here if I didn't. Don't test me. I've got plenty more to end the darkness, but well, isn't she like the earth? You can't toss the earth into the world. Oh, this is confusing stuff. And Gaia to a total earthquake fit. But she didn't see what else she could do. Her first kid, the Titans, were almost a dark They felt bad for their mom. And they didn't like their father much. Gaia was always bad-mouthing him, but she had a good reason, to be fair. But the Titans were scared of Kronos and felt that they do not want to be tossed into Tartarus. Because Tartarus is not very popular. So, they felt helpless. She Gaia thought that she had to keep it together because she had two elf others. Maybe she should give it one more try with Uranus. This lady never learns any mistakes. Idiocy. She rains a nice evening, candles, windows, soft music, who made music? Okay, Percy Jackson. Lot hole, who made the damn music? They must have rekindled some old magic, because a few months later, Gaia gave birth to more sets of triplets, just one more set of triplets. And she did not need any more proof that her marriage was dead. These new kids were even more monsters than the cyclops. All of them had a hundred arms all around their chest and fifty teeny tiny heads. They are not teeny tiny when you're human. And Clustered all over the shoulders. They didn't matter to Gaia. She loved their little faces. All 150 of them. She called the triplets the 100 hundred ones. I forgot the Greek term. She barely had time to give them names to when almost marched over, took one look at them, grabbed them, bound them, and pulled a and Uranus is to cyclops, which means he tossed them into the darkness. Well, clearly he had issues. He was, those, those it. Gaia had had enough. She wailed and moaned and caused a lot of earthquakes. The Titans came running to see what was wrong. Your father is a complete. Ah, it's just an underline with no text in the book. And I have a pretty good guess what it is, but I'm not going to swear on the internet. So, yeah. It was not. It was like the first swear word. 
she explained what had happened she raised her arm and caused the ground to rumble beneath her summoned the hardest substance she could from her earthly domain did she like get the hand in her mouth and so through her giving to her garden search through there that's disgusting that's creepy and i did not need to put that image in my mind and in your minds either i'm sorry about that so i can record for 30 minutes max all right could anchor's given me a message because the recording is reached 20 minutes i can only record for 30 minutes so i'll record i'll start recording again and that happened to be i actually like an ancient form of i everything is ancient and different in this time don't expect anything to be normal product i've read this book about two times and she shaped it like the for um what is it called yeah, a scythe it was the first weapon ever made and she took a wo- wooden handle and made it a scythe behold the instrument of my revenge i shall call it a scythe a few people say it was called a sickle but that just takes away the whole creepy vibe of the scary vibe according to me the titans muttered why did she make that what why is it shaped like it is how do you spell it what if you need to step up who knows the world you to be the king of the cosmos how did how did, how did they come up with all these words lot hole of the plot hole but i kind of like it one of you will kill him and take his place the titans did not look happy with that oceanus the el- the eldest of the man titans asked gaia what killing meant that actually makes sense to include that because well they were immortals for remember why do i just okay that was not a spoiler we're talking about titans right now I have to be a little soft on myself, and then so they did not know what was killing. But he mostly hung out in this Uranus. Sorry, Oceanus. Uranus was in the sky. Oceanus mostly hung out in this sea with Pontus, who he called Uncle Pontus. He asked what killing meant. again she wants us to exterminate our dad team is guess she was one of the smartest girls and immediately got the concept of punishing someone for a crime like make them not exist anymore that is possible she asked i thought we were all mortal last night don't be cowards it's very simple you take the sharp pointy blade and cut your father into small pieces like you cut vegetables Did vegetables exist back then? I need to know more about this stuff. And don't. So he does not bother us again. Which of you will be the ruler of the universe? Also, I will make you those cookies, which is like the sprinkles. This is this is. Rikram, you are comedy gold. 
now in modern times we have a word for this sort of behavior we call it psycho but the rules of behavior were a lot looser in ancient times you feel about your own better about your own relatives if you don't like them knowing that this the first family in creation was also the most dysfunctional family yeah it was very very dysfunctional the titans started mumbling and pointing at each other like hey he'd be good at killing killing dad and she'd be good at killing dad i don't think you should do it i'd love to kill dad honestly but i've got this thing i have to do so i'll do it so the voice in the back the youngest of the 12 shouldered his way forward Kronos was smaller than his brothers and sisters. Wasn't the smartest, wasn't the strongest, or the fastest, but he was the most power-hungry and ambitious. Just a minute. A word on Kronos. I've checked the book. Kronos is the youngest of the Titans, as you know now. He is the youngest guy. He looks like a. Fifties movie villain, with like a beard and beard and like a goatee kind of thing going down his chin. Looks very creepy and disgusting. His hair is like longish, not long, not short. It's, it's curly, not it's not straight. And yeah, he is he's a very manipulative person. I'm gonna get back to the book. He's still about nine feet tall, which was like very small for a titan. He did not look very dangerous, but he was crafty. He already gotten the nickname the Crooked One among his siblings because he would fight dirty in their wrestling matches, and he was never what he expected him to be. He will. He had a mother smile and dark curly hair. I doubt Kurono smiled. And his beard was unnerving. And when he looked at you, you'd never tell if he was about to punch you or tell on you. His beard was unnerving. I repeat, he was young for a beard, but he'd already started growing. His beard was a single spike that jumped from his chin like the beak of a raven. I've not read this in quite some time, but I still remember because of the picture. When Kono saw the sight, he was like, "Yeah, I like this. Sign me up." He wanted that I'm reading that sign me up thing was from outside the book. From I made that joke. He was cool like his dad, so he wanted that I'm made sight. He was. He understood what he what he could do with it, and for killing his dad, why not? Kronos barely noticed him. Where did Gaia, for that matter? His parents probably didn't even know his name. Kronos hated being ignored. He was the smallest. He was the weakest. He was the weakest, but he was the smallest, and he was ignored. And he was sick of it. Hand me downs. I am the and I am the younger sibling among in my house, 
and I relate. They don't ignore me because they don't have that many kids. They have, my parents have only two, but still, my opinion is not valued as much as my sister's. Younger siblings movement. Yeah, sorry about that. I got off track. I'll do it. I'll I'll chop that up like I chop celery. My favorite son. Guy, yeah, I cried. You are awesome. I know I could count on you. Uh, which one are you again? He gritted his teeth. He said, "Chronos, you must smile." Hey, sights, cookies, and a chance to commit murder. How did he know what was murder? How did he know before he even knew? Murder existed. I think the king of the cosmos would also also bring it. Chronos would hide his true feelings. I will be honored to kill for you, mother, but we'll have to do it my way. I want you to trick Chronos into visiting you. Tell him that you're sorry, and and the other six are all your fault. Tell him that you're you're gonna make him a fancy dinner and apologize, and get him here tonight and act like you still love him. Ah, you got made. Just pretend. Kronos has one trait like me: the not much patience. And I have been recording for twenty-nine minutes and twenty-five seconds now, so I'm going to stop recording, start a new recording, and continue from where I left off. So yeah, I was talking about how Kronos and I have one thing in common: we don't. Have that much patience. He does have patience, as he's proven. But he just, just was like pretend. So when he's in human form and he's sitting there, I'll jump out and attack him. But I will need some people with me. He turned to his siblings. Look, he said, "This goes bad. He's gonna take revenge. We can't make any mistakes. We need four to hold him down." The others were silent. I was that break, that awkward break, was just simulate the silence. And they were probably trying to picture the shrimpy little Kronos taking on the huge, violent. God of the universe. They weren't liking the odds, but come on, man! I do the actual slicing and dicing. He's the celery. You're the chopping board. I am the person who's cutting the celery. When I'm king, I'll reward four of them. Each of them will. Get a, a corn of the earth to north, south, east, and west. One time offer. Who's with me? The lady titans were too smart to get involved in murder. They made the excuses and woohoo left. Oshinis, the weirdest guy you really know, said he he had to get back back to the sea for stuff. And that only left four of Kronos' brother. 
Koyos, Ipetus, Krios, and Hyperion. Krios smiled. He took the sight from Gaia's hand, hand and tested its point, drawing a drop of golden blood from his own figure. So, four volunteers. Noise! Ipetus cleared his throat. I don't really want to. Hyperion fit Ipetus with his elbow. We're in! You can count on me like one, two, three. It's my favorite friend song, Count on Me. Check it out, I don't want any copyright issues. I just love that song. Excellent. He was the first evil genius to say excellent. Now that's a movie stereotype. And amazingly that night, Uno showed up. Maybe he liked tossing kids into Tartarus and he thought that would happen somehow, I don't know. But he didn't like some old magic and kids happened so maybe they used some magic. How does that explain him? Now people have to. So if you don't know, I don't want to get into it. But when he thought that a magic thing would happen again and he would have more fun Tossing kids into turns. Damn serious, you know. He said, I, I got your message. You see it? Yes. Guy was dressed. I mean, sleeve was green dress. She was great. Her hair was braided with jewels, which was easy because she was weird. And she smelled of roses and jasmine. She climbed on the sofa in a soft light language and told him to come over. He felt underdressed in a loincloth. Then he brushed his hair and oh, just, his nighttime skin was dark and covered with stars. But that probably wouldn't count as black tie for fancy dinner. He thought he should have at least brushed his teeth. This guy is disgusting. You have to have dinner. A special dinner. Brush your damn teeth. What's wrong with him? And he was suspicious. Maybe no, no one in history of the cosmos has had been ambushed and chopped to pieces before because no one had died before. He's gonna be the first lucky guy. Also, he got lonely. The only company was the stars. He had got Aether, who was an airhead. He was the primordial of but Nyx and Himera. Mother and daughter who are building together every dawn in dusk. He was just, he was just getting on his nerves. So he just thought that he would have a good time, patch up. He wants to be a good dad, but he would not get the chance. And he'd forgotten a pretty guy. Was when she was yelling. When she wasn't yelling. You're not angry. 
Not at all. And you're okay with me wrapping our kids in chains and throwing them into torches? He's very nervous of this. Okay. Would it? Very forcibly, but somehow he's not realized. Good. Those guys were ugly. Ugly. Pop culture references are bad. Grab up out of the couch. Come sit here. Bruno's grinned and came away. He sit, he sat. Bruno's was put behind the nearest floor. Now! His four brothers jumped out from their hiding places. Koyos disguised himself as a bush. <laughs> Sorry, Krios has disguised himself as a bush. Koyos had dug a hole for himself and covered his branches. Hyperium tucked himself under a couch. It was, it must have been a large couch. And I put this with him, it looked like a tree with lambs out for branches. For some reason, <laughs> Somebody's not work. This is hilarious. And they grabbed him. Each one took a took a limb and wrestled died out to the ground. And Koros emerged. And he said, Hello, father. How are you doing? This is stereotypical movie stuff. Horror movie stuff. What is the meaning of this? Tell them to release me! Ha! You give my children no mercy, husband. So you deserve no mercy. Besides, who wears a loincloth to a fancy dinner? I am disgusted! He struggled, or no struggle. How dare you! I am the lord of the cosmos! Not anymore, Toro said beside. This is just so stereotypical murder movie show. Beware, if you do this, uh, what is your name again? Kronos. And, and at that word, the first cut. I will curse you. Someday your own children will destroy you and take your throne, just as you were doing to me. He laughed. Let them try. And he continued. <clears throat> it hit Bruno's right in the... I can't even, I can't even say it. <laughs> if, if you're a, a man or like a boy, Imagine the most painful place you could possibly be hit. A lot of nerve endings in there. <clears throat> Relatable. I've, I've, got, I've gotten hurt there once. No one hit me there, but I just got hurt there once. <laughs> it was bad. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you're probably seven years old. And... Kronos chopped, chopped, chopped him like celery. And Uranus howled. He kept taunting them. I am the lower of the universe. 
I am the Lord of the Universe. It's not gonna work, but he's already chopping him. Well, that's just a message to you. It was like the most disgusting, cheap horror movie you can imagine. Blood was everywhere. Except it was golden. The blood of the immortal. It's called Ikko. Or Aicho. Ikko. I'm going to stick with Ikko because Aicho sounds a little edgy. I don't know why. Drops of it splattered all over the rocks. And it was so powerful that later on, when no one was there, creatures rose from that. Three hissing winged demons called the Furies, spirits of punishment. They're bad. They're not evil, but they're not nice. Immediately fled into the darkness of darkness. Who knows why? I know why plot convenience. <clears throat> and other drops of blood fell on the fertile soil, which would turn into wild but gentler guys called nymphs and set satires. Most of the blood just splattered everything. Those stains were never going to come out of Kronos' shirt. Well done, Kronos said. Iapetus threw up. The others laughed and patted each other on the back. Oh, my children, I'm so proud. Cookies and punch for everyone. And before the celebration, Kronos gathered up the remains of his father in the tablecloth. Disgusting. And maybe he was presented his elder brother Uranos for not helping. So he just tossed it into Pontus. We, we never really hear much about Pontus, but like, he's got to be mad at Kronos for that. That's why maybe I'm not going to spoil stuff for Percy Jackson. I'm going to try my best to not. Uh, and the blood and the blood in those pieces mixed with the salty water and well you'll find out what what was born from that later and then you're gonna be like the sky was killed why do I look up and still see it answer I do not know my, my I think that when Kronos killed Uranos, the dome was still there, but maybe the personality was extinguished, but the dome was still there, the physical form was still there. The actual form, the, the dome thing. But there's another thing, how do we go into space? Do we like break the dome? You go in and then fix itself and when you come back, you again break the dome and then fix itself. These people really needed to wait it for now because there's a lot of plot holes. And then, but he's not exactly dead, but he can't do anything. But Kronos returned to the valley and all the writing had a party. Guy named Kronos, Lord of the Universe. Boy, was she smart. And I'm being sarcastic right now. So. 
she made him a one for kind collector edition gold crown and everything kronos kept his promise and gave his four brothers control of the four corners of the earth hypatis got the west hypatian got the east koyos took the north trios got the south <clears throat> that night kronos kept his glass of nectar which was the immortal's favorite drink we tried for a favorite confident smile since king should always look confident do totally we started to worry about his scores some day kronos won't chill in the disposal inspire that yeah we have begun the golden age siblings we are the rulers and if you like lots of lying stealing backstabbing and cannibalism then and the last 15 minutes or so is i edited that segment because someone interrupted me in the end so i'm just going to repeat the last few things that i said so this chrono said that they had started a golden age so and it was a golden age if if you think an age of cannibalism backstabbing killing and stuff like that is a golden age then it is a golden age and i don't think you think that so it was not a golden age because into them it was so thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed and i hope you come back for the next episode i hope you have a wonderful day thank you for listening